Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 100th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, and the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, for our 100th episode, we are talking all about whether there are hidden symbols right in front of us. But before we dive deep into this subject, a couple of questions to ask you. Have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, on TuneIn, on Google Play, on iHeartRadio, or even via email? If not, please go to WokenFree.com and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe away. Next, have you shared an episode with friends and family? If not, you know that sharing is caring and that this week we are talking about hidden symbols. So if you actually want your friends and family to be up to date with what the heck is going on around them, share this episode. We greatly appreciate your support. Next, have you hollered at us on social media? If you ever have breaking news or just topic ideas or you just want to spout something off, you just got inspired, you can easily find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even YouTube at Woken Free. And then lastly, have you reviewed the show? If not, we want to hear from you. We want your feedback on each of the platforms that Woken Free is on. So please rate and review the show on iTunes, on TuneIn, on Google Play, on iHeartRadio and all the other platforms that you see that we're on at WokenFree.com. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared which city would you rather visit for Canada Day, Vancouver or Toronto. This week, we're sharing do you prefer your sandwiches cut horizontally or diagonally? You really are trying to put people in their graves, huh, with these questions? Oh, you think these are very inspiring then? I think they're blander than mayonnaise. No, that's impossible. <laughs> How could that be when it's so, like, descriptive? Mm. You're very happy for this question, too. This one touches your heart. This one makes people pass gas. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that's what I it say. T- you know it touches your heart. So, I like it cut diagonally, probably, but uh, I have grown up with it being horizontal. What's your answer? You always cut mine horizontally, but I actually like mine switched up. Sometimes horizontal, sometimes diagonally. Good, you can make your own sandwiches then. No, <laughs> you have to make it then. You have to know how to I make that. I guess we're starving here on Woken Free. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just cut it differently sometimes. That's what I prefer. Ooh la la. <laughs> See, so I like them both and you just go with diagonally. Mi bueno. <laughs> All right then. Let's, we're going to go on to the next topic, I guess. Oh, joy. Because this topic is too exhausting. It's been beaten to death. <laughs> it's very interesting, though. Mm-hmm. You don't know what other people would choose. But are there hidden symbols right in front of us? Si, senor. So there's a 2017 Insider article that all you can find, all of our links uh, that we share in the episode at WokenFree.com. So they talked about several uh, different 
kind of hidden meanings that's going on around our world. I'm just going to pin, like, pick out a couple ones that I thought that were interesting. First, they talked about Amazon having two different meanings behind their iconic logo. Uh, they talked about in Pixar movies, they often feature Easter eggs that connect the company's many animated universes. So like in January, there was a December release, a Disney released a fun video confirming a long held fan theory that all Pixar movies are connected. So for example, the Luxo ball, which first appeared in the 1986 woo-hoo, wow. short Luxo Jr. shows up in several different movies from Toy Story to Monsters, Inc., Chef Skinner's motorbike from Ratatouille shows up in a landfill in Wallet Wale or Wally. Wally. Yeah, just yeah. Wally. And then a Pizza Planet delivery truck from the Toy Story films makes a cameo in a bug's life. So those Easter eggs are hidden symbols that uh if you <laughs> catch them when you saw those movies, you could be like, hey, I know what you guys are doing, uh, which you I know, don't know if that really tickles you. But well, you have to be a good to detective to know to notice that something from 1986 compared to Sto- Toy Story wasn't that like late 90s or something? Pretty much, yeah. So you have to crazy. really be on your game here, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to recognize that. Nice. Uh, they also point out that there, the Bluetooth technology was named after a 10th century Danish Viking king. Harold Blatten, the English translation of Blatten, Bluetooth. The iconic symbol is also a combination of King Blatten's initials written in Old Norse or ancient Danish runes. So there's the... I knew about the king. I knew it was named after the king. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that his initials actually make up the symbol, though. Yep, yep. So there's that. Uh, Then there's also the USB symbol is inspired by Neptune's trident. Interesting. Uh, then there's there's a whole uh, thing on all the messages that are that you can find within our money. So you know the eye, the the, the creature, which is in the upper right corner of the bill, above the left of the number one. There appears to be a tiny cr- tiny creature peeking out. Some say it's an owl. Others see a spider because of the web design behind the one. Some say it's all a part of a skull and crossbones that when turned wow. sideways. So. There's that. Uh, then also there's there's meaning behind the Roman numeral that can be found on our dollar bill. The letter. Uh, what else? Oh, so the letters you may see. A is for Boston. B is for New York. C is for Philadelphia. D is for Cleveland. E is for Richmond. F for Atlanta. H for St. Louis. I for Minneapolis. J for Kansas City. K for Dallas. And L for San Fran. Interesting. So that's uh, like just a manufacturing note that where the bills were actually printed. Printed, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's interesting. And it goes on and on and on, guys. If you want to know more, check out the link at WokenFree.com. So what are some of the symbols that you saw or want to talk about? Well, I'll talk about a couple that are from your article and then a, a some few more that I found out as well. So mm-hmm. fr- from the article you mentioned, they talk about the power button symbol which is actually a combination of one and zero which represents the binary system with one meaning on and zero meaning off so that power symbol you see on a lot of power things i yeah i I never realized that that was actually a zero and a one (laughs) there's a zero and the one like breaks off the zero uh the tostitos logo is also has a symbol in it with two people dipping a chip around the eye letter and I don't think I've noticed that actually. I noticed nope. the middle was no, weird, I but didn't I didn't. I didn't think that was actually people dipping a chip in the salsa. So that's what it actually is. Interesting. The Beats logo looks like a person wearing headphones. Okay. I could kind of see that. I thought it kind of did, but now it's like confirmed. I saw that from the article. Mm-hmm. And then this is a good one. I never saw this, but people may have saw this. No one's mentioned this to me. But on the 
on the like playing card, the number eight is hidden on, on the the eight of diamonds. Oh, okay. so if you look at the middle and you kind of like color in the white space, you can see the number eight. Okay. It's yeah, that's an interesting one. I also learned from reading Origin by Dan Brown that the FedEx the symbol actually has an arrow between the E and the X, and I thought that was interesting. Just looking on the road for that arrow, so that was cool. And what does that mean? Uh, they're always moving forward. I think that's what the symbology is for. Okay. That's yeah. That's one of the takes you can. That's one of the takeaways. That's their company uh, ideology. Mm-hmm. And then from Wise Geek, I find I found out a couple of things about the dollar bills. You mentioned already that the seventeen seventy six is written in Roman numerals that represent the U.S. independence. And then also I learned about the Latin translations that are on the dollar bill. Mm-hmm. E pluribus unum means from many, one. Novus ordo seclorum means mm-hmm. a new order has begun or a new order for the ages. Mm. And then the other one is annuit coeptus, God has favored our undertaking. Interesting. So I, I, didn't, I didn't have no clue what the Latin stuff meant on the bill, but mm-hmm. that was interesting to find out. And there's like many more because I've even saw like when doing some research that there's hidden symbols and landmarks in the United States. Like so, this is just like a tip uh, on the uh, the iceberg. But there's definitely much more that could be discussed on this subject as well. Which I think it's interesting that we live in a world where there's like things presenting as one thing, but it actually represents something else. It's kind wow, of creepy. Yeah. Uh, why do you think the common person or average person doesn't notice or they don't notice these types of uh, hidden symbols? I think when people are looking at logos and brands, they probably just take it on face value. So mm. if it's in their native language, they read it and they just take it as that's it. What else could there be? Because hmm. that's you're kind of taught that in the beginning of school, at least, that we're going to teach you something, you learn it, and you believe it. Yeah. Don't question us on it, really. I mean, later on, you might learn to question, but... In the very beginning of school, you're just like told, this is what this is, and mm-hmm. that's it. You're, even history's taught that way. It's just taught in one way. It's not told all the hinner, like the hidden agendas and the alter motives that people had. So I think that's why people don't even notice hidden symbols. Not mm-hmm. enough of us are like detectives. We just kind of, mm-hmm. oh, that's what I noticed, or that's what somebody told me it is, so that's what I believe. Are you suggesting that the educational system in America could need some adjusting? Yeah, they could they could make it more like the Jamaican education system. Okay, get a grip. You've never been there. You don't have a clue what how uh, they are. Here. Uh, but there are some great schools in the Caribbean. I know a professor who uh, spouts off her the university she attended and really loved it and thought it was phenomenal education. But yeah, I mean, I think I mean we. I don't know if we've done an. I don't think we've done an episode on where does America stand educationally. With the top educational institutes in the world. Way below, like, no, of course not. Well, what are you talking about? University? Like, or are you talking about high school? I guess universities sure. will have universities that are high ranking. Yes, but then also but our high school there, won't maybe be maybe the high school. Level <laughs> yeah, our high schools won't rank well, level. but we have universities that are that are ranked. Pretty I know well. we have a bunch of schools that are expensive that tout that they're the best, but you know, well, the best among U.S. schools. Yeah. But if you go globally, it's a little more competitive. Because gotcha. there's places in Paris and the UK and Definitely. all over. 
But we digress. I think, yeah. uh, you know, my, my reasoning for why people don't notice hidden symbols in front of them definitely speaks to ignorance. I think, like, kind of like what you're saying, that, like, we weren't taught <laughs> to, to question everything that's in front of us when it comes to uh, currency or, or things that we use or even marketing strategies. Uh, so I think you're right. I think people do look at something and just take it on the face value until it's, like, obviously abundantly clear that this messaging is maybe speaking to something else. Uh, I think people have just a lack of care and a lack of just like, why should I look into this more? Even though there is a lot more going on in this world than just what is being presented to you. So I think that people, yeah, should be more kind of like what you said, detective. I think we should be more curious and inquisitive in nature and question things that are said to you question the reasoning behind something and then maybe you can begin to discover these new hidden symbols in front of us and all of us yeah that's true mm-hmm. now should we expect to discover more hidden symbols uh well obviously everyone's gonna listen to this episode and definitely are gonna think about that in their 2020 marketing but no for real guys uh i mean why not right i think isn't it funny to kind of create a company and have a symbol and the public thinks it's one thing but like your internal culture knows it might be something else it's kind of a funny uh way to create uh a certain kind of camaraderie internally in your company i think it's a great way to also promote something without promoting it right but people who discover it see oh i see what y'all are about so I think yes. I think if it's been done in the past, there's no reason why you wouldn't do it in the future. But what do you think? I think that there's probably just a lot out there that are just undiscovered as of yet. Oh, okay. Because if, I mean, yeah, there's there's so many company logos that we, we can't say how many actually have a secondary meaning in it. I mm-hmm. mean, we could just show the ones that are found, but there's like, I don't know, there's, there's got to be almost like millions of companies with logos that Jesus, yeah. exist. So out of those, even if there was 10% with hidden symbols, that's still a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We haven't discovered all of those yet, so. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we didn't even speak to it in this because that's well, like a whole other episode. But like, what about like those symbols from like back in the day, like by cavemen? Like we, ar- archaeologists have probably determined what those mean, but like it's probably possible that they could have double and third types of tertiary meaning so yeah i think there are probably a bunch of hidden discoveries that we that undiscovered uh hidden symbols that haven't been discovered from our ancient human beings that we just don't have the context or even the uh intellect to understand what they really meant because we weren't alive then well, especially Egyptians, mm, because especially those yeah, symbols. Yes. we don't we we have yet to I mean, truly understand what they meant. Map them out, right? To, yeah, but it's only it's a mapping to try to make it relate to modern day language. But often mm. it loses the meaning of the symbols itself. That's true. So there's people that study ancient Egypt culture and they find out true. what's the true meaning behind this symbol. What does this really mean? Ugh. And they see that even Egyptians they had like their god was different than what we think. We think that. The Anu and Anubis and those are their gods, but yeah. what they truly saw as God was like a family unit. Oh, interesting. And we didn't, uh, we couldn't just see that just looking at the symbols. The symbols were like, oh, they think this dog-headed thing was a god that came down oh, on Earth. I love that. Symbol. But it was just, yeah, it was so symbolism. Cool. It was mm. a symbolism. It wasn't really what they saw as what 
all God, like the creator of everything is. So they have a lot of hidden meanings in their symbols mm. that we still are not sure of what means today. We're interpreting it still yeah. because they were such a, they were old culture. <laughs> they existed for so long. You are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. A podcast that gets real and personal. I wonder what it's going to take for us to be able to, to uncover and like really discover what <laughs> those... Yeah. I don't know if it's a time traveling machine. I don't know if it's uh, there. Yeah, I mean that yeah. stuff is that stuff. Or a little AI bit harder. could help with that. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting to really because AI. The problem uh, with that I mean, is it's whatever we've inputted. Into yeah, the AI it, right? can't say so, anything about yeah. it. It's just because yeah, right now all we have is the I forgot the name of the tablet, but mm-hmm. the one that interprets the hieroglyphic is because it's written in all the different languages. But yeah. that's not all encompassing of everything they created, and that doesn't mm. tell you when there's a dual meaning. As we see, even with logos, how there's mm. dual meanings. We don't know the dual meaning. We'll know one of the meanings, but if it has dual meaning, we don't know that. So just Egyptian culture alone has millions of just, things probably so discovered. Do you think things are just going to go lost then and just not be... No, I think eventually you may figure out maybe something will clue you into why they even came to that. The aliens possibly. will come down and tell us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on ancient aliens. Woo-hoo! Don't get me started we on did, that. Did we talk about that? I don't I, think so. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Okay. Right. Note, note to self, yeah. guys. It's coming. I hope you're excited. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's so what's so what's the scenario? It's that time again. It is scenario time. This is the hundredth. Well, actually, this is not the hundredth scenario, but at least it's taking place on the hundredth <laughs> episode. episode. <laughs> That's one thing I could say. Scenario one. Natasha is working on a new business logo with her partner Khalil, who wants to add a gradient pattern, which depicts a progression from one color to the next in a subtle way. Natasha feels this might make it confusing to customers, but Khalil says there is a hidden meaning in this exact composure. Should they release the logo with the hidden symbol, or abandon it because it looks hideous? Are you joking? It's a hundredth episode. You are joking, or if you've been smoking? <laughs> no. But you seem to have lost your rabid beep mind. All right, I couldn't have not on the hundredth episode where we make an appearance. Clearly, you've lost your woken free way of living. <laughs> that we made a appearance finally. You didn't think it would happen, but it's come. We've the made time the appearance come. in our scenario. Yeah, finally, this Classic. is the first time. Classic guys. I hope you're enjoying this. That's the hundredth episode surprise. Because oh nobody knew when it would happen, but they had a little inner tinkling that it would. Other than you, yep. <laughs> you had the you had the tip, right? You, yeah. You were tipped off, nice. Yeah, the hundredth nice. episode was the tip. Nice. It's a nice specialty. You're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> you love seeing yourself in a scenario, though. You're just like glowing. I'm surprised out. you didn't mess up my name or say it in a whole different other way. <laughs> Natasha. Mm-hmm. I can say it like that. Natasha. No. Oh, that's not it? Natasha. And we're moving on. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a departure right, from the different ways you can take it, but all right. Si, senor. So, for this, I would say, first, Khalil, you, would need to... <laughs> oh, boy. Explain. Oh, boy. Would have, oh, to boy. <laughs> would have to explain what exactly the hidden meaning is in this exact composure. Uh, that itself, to me, seems very vague. So, if you say to me, this hidden meaning is kind of sim- symbolism for peace and love or something really cool and empowering, then I think Natasha might myself 
would <laughs> be open-minded to moving forward with that logo. But if you couldn't provide uh, a, a kind of a breakdown as to why exactly this uh, co exact composure is adding value to the new logo for this new business that we're supposedly building, uh, <laughs> then I would then I would say let's look at al alternative designs and then try to have a meeting of the minds. But what would you say, Khalil, to speaking to yourself in this scenario? I would say if the hidden symbol is for Molly, that would be not the drug. Yeah, if it's for that, then I don't know if that <laughs> matches the company ethics. So definitely not. You have to think about that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. You might have to rethink it. It has to be problem. a legal operation, guys. <laughs> and then, then I would wonder if you like. The gradient patterns, because I know that it upsets you sometimes. In I just, well, I'm, logos, I'm more, so. I find that with business <laughs> so, logos, yeah. they should just kind of be one color typically, or most of it should be one color. I just make, call me old fashioned. I just, I don't know, for me, it just speaks volumes. But I, again, listen, I don't know everything. I'm, I'm open to hearing and learning other opinions and options. It's just, it's all about the feel that you get from it. You need, you, when I think of a logo, I think it should, invoke something in the customer or potential customer it should that definitely shouldn't be confusing and it definitely shouldn't be like standoffish and make them say mm, you know so yeah i understand you don't want it to look hideous all right so. <laughs> that's the, that's all, what it comes down know, to it's hideous hideous yeah that's you what i say think it's in a about. specific way but yes it, it just shouldn't be on, it should be appeasing to all or most eyes that come upon it. That's how I will phrase it. Yeah. But I your agree. answer is as long as it's not associated with Molly, let's rock with it. It, it can't be Molly and it can't be hideous. And then I can <laughs> go with it. Hideous. That's okay. the only way. And the gradient pattern, I, I kind of agree. If you look at most logos, they have solid colors. So yeah, <laughs> I would I would stick with that. I don't and need some to, have gradient. I don't need it fading. Yeah. I don't need it fading from one to the next. I mean, you may th I can't even name one that does that of a big company that fades from one you know, color I to the next. With names, so uh, <laughs> like even the NASA symbol is just using white letters on a blue background. So yeah. <laughs> the, the, that's like that. Sure. Apple is just a white A. Google uses different colored letters, but there's no gradient in it. Sure. Microsoft, different colors for the flag, but yeah. technically they used to have a gradient though. All right. So if we go back, Microsoft, they used to have a gradient in their flag. So I guess, yeah, they used to, but I think most, especially nowadays, the modern thing is to have solid block colors. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm for the modern right now. Okay. I'd, I'd stick with that. Just note though, there's, there's no one way to be successful and there's no one way to do something. So, you know, I think when it comes to business logos, there's a ton of content out there online that you can totally look into and you can actually do research on the colors and what they represent to people when they see them. Reds versus turquoise versus greens versus blues. So do your research, right? And, and make a decision. And at the end of the day, remember everything can be changed. Google, Today well, is your not logos how Google started, too. and my yeah, the McDonald's logo changed, changed too. things. Everything changes, so yeah, the logos change. Keep, it doesn't it, matter. keep that in mind. You can yeah. change it as you want. Scenario two: Ambrose says the dollar bill is actually proof that the Illuminati exists because the number thirteen appears seven times on the back of the bill, which symbolizes the thirteen families of the Illuminati. She also feels the Illuminati was formed in 1776. The 32 and 33 feathers of the eagle stands for the degrees of the Illuminati, and drawing the Star of David over the pyramid gives you the letters to spell Mason. Is Ambrose right in her speculations, or are these just drawn-up coincidences? 
I think Ambrose should stop reading Dan Brown books. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think she's losing control a little bit. Unfortunately, this is not from Dan Brown, but okay. you can't blame this one on him. Okay. Unfortunately, this is a side effect of the internet. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Most likely Too for much her. In indulgence. In yeah, this. and looking for okay. conspiracies. And spending time with the Mason fan. That Mason. She may be a Mason. Oh, actually, she can't remember. be a Mason, actually. Yeah, yeah, aren't they all men? Yeah. And white She could something? be the other. No, they're not all white. That's not true. That's. <laughs> I joke, I joke. I <laughs> yeah, joke. that's not the true part. Let's get it together. Come on, you know Obama would take offense to that. He's a Freemason. No, I don't know. <laughs> They say he's a part of Illuminati, so that's why I say that. I don't know. I don't think he would have problems with my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Barack. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> what's good, President? Uh, no, seriously, what's my answer? Um, again, with the name but Ambrose, you, really? Okay. Yeah, but that makes you think that what she's saying is true. When you hear the word Ambrose, it seems like Ambrose, meaning she's very real. No, it makes me think she's doing Molly. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yes, wowzers. She's not uh, a bro, though, you don't think? Like, am bro? I'm not even addressing that statement, Khalil. Oh, okay. I would say... Because that's like a hidden symbol that I see. Am bro? Yeah, because A-M She's a bro? bro. She's so you're a bro. suggesting she's transgender? I'm not... I'm just saying. Her name says am bro in it. And say... I think you're going oh, down a really say, bad yellow brick road right say. Now. I say... No, you'll say. So that makes, like, if you combine those together, it means different. There's a lot of things that can be taken from the Ambrose word, even though it's a name. I think we're going down a different rabbit hole. (laughs) Okay, let's jump back into the scenario. Yeah, let's get back into reality here of your scenario. I think Ambrose has something uh, going here with these kind of theories. I think what she should do is continue to maybe find other people who maybe support her ideology. And if she has enough people, then maybe bring it, bring forth this information to the public so we can have a public conversation about it and, and make it less speculation and more uh, a, a possible reality. I mean, if she became the person to actually discover and or not discover, but to actually finalize that the theory of Illuminati, that would be remarkable. She could probably get a book deal out of it, a podcast. She could do a whole lot of things, make some money off this. So It's going to be hard for that. It's going to be very hard. She might get killed in the process, uh, you know. Even that, I don't know what kind of evidence you would have to prove that they're real. What, you'd have sure. a document that says this is the Illuminati. This is signed by the Illuminati, all families of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anybody could doctor that, so that's true, pretty funny. Like, what would the proof be? Or be like three people like, the Illuminati is real. I am telling you. I mean, she can go on a journey. Listen, if she has the time, <laughs> like, and she no has way to the prove financial that. Uh, uh, resources, she's welcome to, listen, if you have a theory, you have a right to try to to make this a reality. If you think something's real, make it a reality. Or if there's like maybe official government docs from all yeah. of the NATO countries or something that maybe shows Maybe there's that. some type of documentation speaking That's, to it. She maybe that have, could She's going to have to go on a, a, classified an, an document. Egg, a, 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 a goose hunt. But if she comes up with what she's looking for, it could change the face of our world. So go ahead, Ambrose, do your thing, and hopefully you're alive at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you suggest? I think she's just drawing up these crazy conclusions. Careful with the word crazy. It's a little... All right. She's drawing up these smart conclusions based off of nothingness. Baseless, you know, speculations. Yes. All right. Yeah. I wouldn't believe her. I would just... I would look at her and I would walk the other way. I couldn't even respond to that. At least finish the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it just sounds... uh, 
I'm, I'm not somebody who likes to play around with numbers so much because I think people like to do that. They're like, oh, look, this is a 13. If you, you divide it by yes. five, if you add six to it, if you take the remainder and yes. put it in this place. See, yes. once you're doing all that to do crazy stuff with numbers, then I think you're going too far. Like, it's like that it numbers movie how we saw you are. where you're just going too crazy that's to make something great, fit. Yes, numbers. I'll have to include that in the episode. Like, that's, yeah, that's just, come on. So I would hear all these numbers and I would, like, pass out. I like Sorry. the I like the one about the Star of David though. That one's kind of funny, where you can spell out Mason if you put the Star of David over the pyramid. That's kind of fun. Oh, okay. But that won't make me think that the Illuminati's real. That doesn't prove it to me. We had an episode on this as well, but yes, we couldn't find the conclusions. They've been able to elude our. I mean, at the clutches. end of the day, if, even if, <laughs> if the Illuminati, even if the Illuminati are They've real, they're not making our planet a better place. So I, <laughs> you know, I don't Whoa. see. Or are you? Or would people suggest that they're holding the place getting better? And and well, what's happening to our environment? We have things that are well, going down the tubes. Kinda, yeah, mean, but the environment's been that way. It's been on that kind of once so the industrial what, where, age. Where was the Illuminati at? Like, where are you at? Like, well, it's kind of like you do negative things to eventually turn them over. Eventually, you'll try to x that out. I just think that if there was some secret organization and just think about running it. things, that we would be running things better. Because like, think about it, you can run out. You could run the planet to the ground for us, and then you can travel to another planet. If you make enough technology. But we aren't making enough progress with, with, I know, yeah. with space technology unless they're hiding stuff. When's from the last us? time we've been to the moon? When is the last time I has mean, man been on the moon? Isn't that funny? Wasn't it when the first time we went? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, we've been a couple of times. There's a couple of okay. Apollo missions, but I'm just saying it's so funny with all of our technology. No one's still have landed well, on the moon. That's because you it's pretty know funny. the leadership isn't for that. We should so. do an episode on that. Why haven't we been back to the moon? There okay. are there's some reasons. I've looked up some, but I don't know. I'm not right. so convinced. But. Note to self, we'll add that. So and then we can yeah we can talk about the moon and some people don't believe we even landed there. Oh good <laughs> lord, that's a funny one. Scenario three. Chase tells Caleb he should look at things at face value and try not to grasp for hidden meanings. He says that the pyramids are just tombs. They are not a symbol for the mound that arose from the primordial waters which a tomb stood upon in the creation myth developed in ancient Egypt, otherwise known as Ben-Ben. Is Chase a realist, or should Caleb do his due diligence in finding symbolism in everything? Really? Chase and Caleb? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know, you love that name, Caleb. I do love the name Caleb. Ugh, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, see? I also like the name Kane. Oh, all right. That's good to know. <laughs> that one's right at the top of the list. He got a bad rap in the Bible, but I do love He's actually Kane. a good person, though. That's what's funny. Cain is a good person. I don't know the story, so... <laughs> no, I'm talking about Cain in real life. No, I don't know. Cain talking... and Abel, that whole thing? No, I'm talking about Cain that lives on the planet Earth. There are a couple of Cains on the Earth, and they're all good, is what I'm saying. You don't know a single Cain. No, I don't know them personally, but, but I But you're can, declaring them good people? They must be. If you're lame Cain, like, you have to be good based on the Bible story. One would argue that they're not. No, you have to fight all night to fight the, the stereotype. It's we like just, your name guys, is Guys, were you here over losing control? <laughs> we're just losing control. So you're guys. saying if you have a name that people associate with bad, you're just going to end up doing bad instead of doing everything good? Well, we can talk about this in another episode. Guys, uh, this is too much story like plotting time. <laughs> like, yeah. All I'm now saying... Now these conspiracy theories are coming up that all no, canes are bad. I'm definitely not suggesting that. What uh, I'm suggesting good. is that there is, you know, as with the secret, as we've talked about on the show before, that, you know, when you put energy behind something and you put a narrative out there, it, it like, it could be foretelling for what, what others think of this person. And it could, you know, it could create a narrative that maybe the person didn't intend for themselves, but 
you know, they just kept being told this, that, and the other, and they fell into it. So it's, it's not, you can, it's, I don't, I don't think it's a, I don't know how you say this, but it's essentially, I don't think you can declare that a name dictates the person. Yeah, I think shouldn't. that, you know, people are superstitious and, and they just don't, you know, same thing why no one names their child devil, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a reason why people just feel, or, you know, second coming John Adams. I, I like, I, I don't. What about I, Lucifer? That's all right. I would, I would beg to say, I don't think too many people are naming their child Lucifer. Well, yeah, you might be right, but, but I bet you there's at least one person named that. God bless them. <laughs> Maybe they change their name to it. Listen. They're like, I gotta change my name. I gotta be real. Too many people need to change their name. <laughs> you know where I stand on that. When it comes to scenario three, because we, again, have lost control. Uh... <laughs> that's what happens on the 100th episode. Uh, All control is lost. We lose control, guys. It's out of control. Control Albert. is lost. Oh, Lord. What is this about? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Chase is the pragmatist, a realist, and then Caleb is the dreamer. And, and so what should... Uh, should Caleb do his due diligence or just take Chase's recommendation? So I think, you know, life is too short just to live by the the rules and regulations of others. I think you have a right to decide if you have a theory that you want to follow up on or discover something more in greater detail. Go ahead and do your thing. As long as it's not harming you or others, then do your thing. I don't think you have to listen to other people who are steadfast and killing dreams and telling people this is the way things have to be because they're miserable curmudgeons in this planet. Do your thing. And, you know, that's why you have to be careful about sharing your dreams and your ideas with others because people are really quick to shut you down and tell you, no, things can only be one way. Again, that's Sith Lord language. Be careful. Yeah. What's your thoughts? My thoughts is Chase needs to take a cup of something and then Caleb can go on finding symbolism and everything. True. True that. True that. That's just, it doesn't make sense for Caleb to listen to Chase. Come on now. Everything is not to be taken at face value. That's crazy to me. Because mm-hmm. if you do that, you're going to miss out on what life's really about. Absolutely. Don't let people paint the story of what life is. Again, yeah. You, <laughs> they don't you know what life is more than you do. I know. I That's love when funny. people are like, life is only, oh, because you've lived for 30 years before me. You think you yeah, know you're know. somehow Yoda. Get your life. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. Get your life. And also, we have to be careful about taking advice from people who are not more successful than you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you have to be careful about the 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 way and the the type of information that you consume and think about the perspective right some people don't intend to be curmudgeons but they end up being curmudgeons because someone 100 on their dream so now they're here to 100 on yours <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cycle of abuse hashtag change the narrative perfect opportunity for you guys to think about that when it comes to discovering some hidden meetings in your life Woof, that was quite the episode. <laughs> that was quite the episode it of... It sort of was. Craziness, guys. We lost control because because it is the coming to the end of our... 100th, 100th episode, episode of... Woke and Free! Mm, mm, mm. Great. Great like the it in the card. Tu entiende. It in the card. Remember that. Si, senor. Please remember playing card eight. I don't know when's the last time I've played... With playing cards. I don't even know, understand that. <laughs> like The Eight of Diamonds? Didn't you play Blackjack? Uh, at, like, Vegas, yes. Oh, see? So then you saw the Eight of Diamonds there, and there was a hidden eight in Possibly. the middle. And you didn't even realize it. You could tell the dealer next time. Phenomenal. There's a hidden eight in this card, dealer. 
See if it gets me kicked out, right? Yeah. (laughs) Smart. They'll ask, are you counting the cards? And you could say, yes, I am, sir. That is not illegal. And it's not. I don't know if that's true or not. It's true. Uh, It's not. You can count cards. It's not illegal. Okay. They'll kick you out for it if they know you're doing it, but it's not illegal. So how can they kick you out if it's not illegal? Because they don't want you to have a upper hand on the house. Oh, is what okay. that it gives you an upper hand if you do that. But it's technically not illegal. Gosh, you're itching for now a gambling episode. This is crazy, Kalal. I'm just giving people <laughs> tips so they can go on counting their cards as they please. Oh, this was quite the episode discussing whether <laughs> there are hidden symbols right in front of us. We touched on it a little bit. There's some really interesting things that we talked about. If you miss any of it, you know what you need to do. You need to rewind and go back from the beginning and start this party train all over again for yourself. Will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing what if weddings were money-making events. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. We are definitely taking guests probably later in the fall this year, so definitely put in your submissions and get in before the end of 2019. We're very active on social media. You can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even YouTube at Woken Free. And if you'd like to sponsor an upcoming episode or talk about any endorsement deals or other types of opportunities you have in mind, again, find us on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do. Share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.